Do you experience abundant life? Like in your everyday life, do you experience life fully? Do you feel fully alive every day? That doesn't mean like you're always happy, but like you experience abundant life. That's what Jesus is talking about. That's what he came to give. That's what Christianity has to offer. And if you don't, why? What's blocking you? Right? He, came, he said, I came that they might have life and have it more abundantly. And that's what's happening with the apostles. In the first reading, I love it. So we, we missed the, the verse, obviously, just prior to today. But it's one of my favorite verses in Acts of the Apostles. It says, the people thought that the apostles were drunk. So what were they doing that made them think that they were drunk? Was it, you know, speaking in tongues so it sounded like gibberish? I don't know. Or were they just laughing uncontrollably? Were they just full of hysterics? I don't know. But there was something about the apostles that was extremely attractive. And I know that. Because after Peter preached his first homily, 3,000 people converted. Three, I, I preach every Sunday. <laughs> I've never got 3,000. There was something so full in him that people wanted it. Why? Because conviction converts. When you're full of joy, when you're full of life, when you're full of... People want that. And that's what the Holy Spirit is all about. That's why we call him the Lord, the giver of life. When you have the Holy Spirit, you have life within you. And people want that. Because why? Because they're bored. People are bored right now. And God wants us to have it. So what's blocking you from abundant life? I don't know if you know this or not, but this last week I was on the, the high school choir trip, <clears throat> choir tour. We went down to Chicago, and it was a 32-hour round-trip bus ride, which was hell. <laughs> it was. I hate buses. But the trip was awesome. Kids were great. We had a blast. But before we left, one of the rules... I said, you cannot take your cell phone. So, to my knowledge, they didn't have their cell phones. At the end of the trip, I asked them what they thought. And I got, this is their own words. Okay? Four things that I kind of picked up. One, they said they were more happy. Go figure. Two, they noticed how much people miss because they're on their phones. Like how much of life they miss because they're paying attention to their phone. Everything's going on around them. Three, they hung out with each other and talked. There's a novel one. Four, one of the kids said, it felt more like I was part of a family than a school. What brought about these realizations? A lot of things to be sure. But one is that they couldn't just disappear into distraction when they got bored. And that brought life. God wants to overwhelm us with love, but we have to get away from distraction, you guys. I think distraction is blocking most people from this abundant life. I had a really cool experience this last week. I'm sure you did. Well, some of you did anyway. The Northern Lights. I don't know if you saw these things, but it was insane. I felt like I was on drugs. I'm serious. That's what drugs feel like, I guess. I don't know. It was absolutely stunning. But what struck me is how far I had to get out of the city. Like, how far our light pollution extends blocking that view and here's one for you i did you know that 1806 turns into a gravel road 
I did not know that. And I was, I was not driving at 10 and 2. You know, I was like 7 and 4 up, you know. And you're at 65 miles an hour looking out your window. Boom! Hit gravel, fish tailing, screaming. It was wonderful. <laughs> I had an absolute blast with it. And then, and then I was just simply overwhelmed by the majesty. I, like that was the word that came to me. I don't know what you guys saw, but when I looked up, it looked like the second coming. Like the sky had this hole in it and light was just beaming out of it. And then at one point, I was with Father Greg Luger. I said, Greg, am I seeing stuff? Or are there like flashes of light shooting up? It was like pulsating upward. And then you had on the horizons, you have them dancing greens and reds. And it was unbelievable. And how many missed it? How many were at home watching TV and missed this spectacular show of the divine? Because if there's one thing I know, Fox News doesn't bring abundant life. It brings abundant death and sadness. Everyone is so caught up in the world and then we end up settling for mediocre lives when eternal joy is being offered to us. Fighting for honor and power and pleasure and money. The Dalai Lama, I think I shared this quote with you. I love this quote. He said, he was asked what surprised him most about humanity. His answer, humans. Because they sacrificed their health in order to make money. Then they sacrificed their money to recuperate their health. Then they're so anxious about the future, they don't enjoy the present. The result being that they do not live in the present or the future. They live as if they're never going to die and then die having never really lived. You only get one life. I hate to be the bearer of bad news today, but you get one shot at this. One shot. Are you living it to the full? Or are you letting things distract you, pull you down, crush you? Are you investing in relationships with your family, with your friends, with your God? Are you really? That's what we're made for. That's why that kid said he felt more like he was in a family than a school. C.S. Lewis also said, It would seem that our Lord finds our desires not too strong, but too weak. We're half-hearted creatures, fooling about with drink and sex and ambition, when infinite joy is offered to us. We are far too easily pleased with the cheap things of the world. And here's the crazy thing, I don't know about you, I'm not pleased. The world always lets me down. Now, don't get me wrong, it's fun. But it always leaves you wanting more. And I have a perfect example of this. Again, I learned a lot from the Chicago uh, choir trip. We went to Six Flags. If you don't know what Six Flags is, it's this massive theme park, roller coasters, all this cool stuff. <clears throat> and we went there on opening day. And it was like 48 degrees and raining. But it was perfect because not very many people showed up. So we got to ride way more than you would normally ride. Roller coasters and all these, all these fun things. Way more. Because the lines were so short. But there was one roller coaster that was called Max Force. Max Force was the newest, newest roller coaster that they had. It's called a launch roller coaster. That means it goes from 0 to 78 miles an hour in 2 seconds. Problem was, 
It was closed. Now, at the end of the day, we met at 445. Now, we have just got done riding, I don't know, seven to eight roller coasters, all the other things, having great lunches, great time, fun, blast. We get to 445. We're all meeting there because we're going to meet. We're going to count off, make sure we got everybody. We got to go. At 445, Max Force opens. And the kids are like, we got to go. And I'm like, no. You should just be happy with what we got. Do you realize what we did today? We did way more than most kids would ever get to do. And what do you think? Do you think you're going to get done with that roller coaster? Get off and say, oh my gosh, I did it. The greatest roller coaster of all time. My desire for roller coasters is now done. I never need to ride another one. No, you're going to get off and say, let's do it again. Why? I know that because as we're walking out to the bus, I just wanted to ride more roller coasters. Because they don't ultimately fulfill us. Are they front? front? Yes, they're a ball. But they're not our highest good. Do we have to shun that stuff? No. But we can't make it greater than our faith. Because you weren't made for roller coasters. You were made for eternal life. And it's time to invest in that. We always go to the world to, fill, to, to look for that abundant life, and it just isn't there. Maybe it's time to stop doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result, expecting that abundant life when it's never there. Maybe it's time to try something new, a different source of abundant life, giving Jesus his rightful place at the center of our lives. So we, like Peter and the apostles today in that first reading, can experience from him, what he wanted to give us. Abundant life. By ridding ourselves of distraction and investing in relationships.